Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. On price tags, many have trouble seeing in the dark, making driving at night difficult. GA gets worse over time and cannot be reversed. If you think you have GA, don't wait. Treatments are available. Ask a retina specialist about FDA-approved treatments for GA. And go to gawontwait.com. The most powerful people in the world. Mr. Speaker, the President of the United States. Need a daily intelligence briefing. Because their job isn't easy, and neither is yours. Come on, kids. Time to go. I'm going to be late for the meeting. Get your daily intelligence briefing from John Aaron and Michelle Bash. The day's most important local news stories and traffic and weather every 10 minutes on the 8th. Weekday mornings starting at 5 on WTOP News. Facts matter. WTOP at 658. Traffic and weather on the 8th and Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Maryland Beltway interloops slow from University Boulevard toward College Park in the lanes that go northbound on 95. Crash response on the ramp. One right lane gets by. All lanes on the interloop itself are open into College Park. Northbound on 95 from College Park to Baltimore without delay. But southbound traffic is backed up in Columbia. Beyond 32, before the rest area, police at a tow truck still stopped with one blocking the left lane on 95 South. BW Parkway, minor incident out of the way, but southbound traffic still slow from 175 toward 32. Delay free on 50 across the Bay Bridge and through Annapolis. 270 northbound, same deal, but southbound traffic is still heavy getting out of Bucky's Town of Frederick, past Urbana, and through Hyattstown. It's volume delays southbound on 270. In Virginia, quiet on the Beltway, 66, 395, and 95. And the WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Dave Doline, WTOP Traffic. Let's get a check of our forecast. 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Warmer afternoons for the end of the week, but that will come with some rain. Your next weather maker Thursday into Friday, bringing some rain showers to the area. And our next couple of mornings could be a little frosty with freezing temperatures. Overnight temperatures, 20 25 to 35 degrees under mainly clear skies. Tomorrow afternoon, partly sunny, just shy of 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. And the temperatures starting to slide. We're down to 40 in Reston, 41 in Bethesda, 45 at the National Mall. At 6.59. This is WTOP News. WTOP FM Washington. WWTFM Manassas. WTLP FM Braddock Heights Frederick. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm Ann Kramer. I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up... The Washington Nationals are no longer for sale, and there will not be a new owner. The learners are keeping the team. And what about the latest on other local teams and whether the Caps and Wizards are moving? If the Alexandria Arena bill doesn't pass, it could fail, but there's a third option, too. I'm Nick Ainelli. Digging out of the site of that fatal house explosion in Sterling on Neil Augenstein. New tonight, the White House committed to sending long-range missiles to Ukraine. WTOP at 7 o'clock. More atmospheric rivers in California. We're counting in the six to seven inches of rain up in the foothills. President Biden after death of Russian opposition leader. We already have sanctions. We're going to consider additional sanctions. Yes. After deaths of three Minnesota first responders. We're heartbroken. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuiper. Along the West Coast... 
The rain keeps coming, especially in California where millions are under a flood watch. Santa Barbara's fire chief, Chris Mayles, says the airport there has been shut down. It's been closed because it's been flooded. We've got uh, a foot of standing water on the runway right now. CBS News Los Angeles reporter Rick Montanez in Casita Springs. As Ventura County firefighters were out here, they started shoveling off some of the mud and putting sandbags down, trying to divert the water away from the roads and homes and send it into the drainage ditches and canals around here, the proper channels so that they can keep things moving. According to NOAA senior meteorologist Zach Taylor. The storm system is going to remain kind of offshore for the next day or so, and that's going to continue to provide those coastal flooding conditions and dangerous surf conditions, in addition to some really strong winds. The widow of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny says after his death in a penal colony, she will continue her husband's fight for a free Russia. Yulia Navalny accuses Vladimir Putin of killing him. Navalny's supporters claim that Russians are withholding evidence that he was poisoned. President Biden tells reporters that Republicans are making a big mistake by not responding to Navalny's death. The way they're walking away from the threat of Russia, the way they're walking away from NATO, the way they're walking away from meeting our obligations... Mr. Biden says additional sanctions against Russia are under consideration. The man who was armed and barricaded himself in his Minnesota home with his family, including seven children, before shooting and killing two police officers and a paramedic, had a prior assault conviction. Shannon Gooden was not allowed to have guns. Burnsville, Minnesota Police Chief Tanya Schwartz. We are all hurting. Our officers, our fire department, our families... All of our staff, our community, we're heartbroken. CBS News Minnesota's Jeff Wagner reports. A pretty powerful sight along Highway 169, a processional for Adam Finseth. He and two police officers died responding to a call in Burnsville. This motorcade is escorting his remains to a funeral home in Jordan. On Wall Street, the markets were closed for President's Day. Trading resumes tomorrow. Now this. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. 7.03 here on WTOP, Monday evening, February 19th, 2024. The wharf in D.C. is at 45. We're down to the 30s later. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. The Washington Nationals are no longer up for sale. Mark Lerner, owner of the MLB team, tells the Washington Post his family is not exploring selling the club anymore. Lerner announced he had hired a New York investment bank to look into possible sale options back in April of 2022, so we're going back almost two years. Last year, the Lerner family reportedly turned down a $2 billion offer made by Ted Leonsis, who owns the Caps and Wiz. Andrew Golden broke the story for the Washington Post and told us here on WTOP a little earlier, it's still possible the learners could revisit selling the team down the road. Now obviously, they didn't get anything they were looking for, and obviously they decided to keep hold on to the team, so they're going to hold on to it, and maybe until they get off that they hopefully want to get in the future. The Lerner family bought the team in 06 for $450 million, one year after it moved from Montreal here to D.C. We've got more in sports at 25 and 55, so stay with us. Let's keep talking about the hard-nosed business behind some of our local teams here. We've heard it might be dead. We've heard it may still be alive. What's really going on? 
with a Virginia bill that would allow for a new arena for the Caps and Wizards in Alexandria. It turns out there are several options on the table. While the arena bill passed in Virginia's House of Delegates last week, its future is uncertain. It's moved on to the Senate, specifically to the Senate's Finance and Appropriations Committee. And the chair of that committee, Democratic Senator Eloise Lucas, will be the one who decides whether the bill is voted on or whether it dies. It's left up to Louise Lucas, and right now that rests with her. That's Democratic Delegate Luke Torian, who sponsored the bill in the House. Torian says another option on the table would be to delay action on the bill for a year rather than letting it die. WTOP has reached out to Lucas numerous times for an interview, but we have not heard back. So do you have any idea what Senator Lucas might do? We have not been given an indication. Right now, I have no idea, sir. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. It is a devastating sight in Loudoun County now where a house exploded on Friday night. It killed a volunteer firefighter and injured nine others. The investigation into what went wrong continues tonight. Here on Silver Ridge Drive, piles of debris from what was a house before it exploded and collapsed are being removed with a front loader. Nearby structures are still unsafe and are being shored up. Investigators are gathering the firefighting gear that was being worn Friday. That'll be sent out for analysis. It'll all become part of what's called the Significant Incident Report, which will be very thorough since it involves the line of duty death and firefighting injuries. It'll be up to the fire marshal to determine what caused the explosion. In Sterling, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Funeral arrangements are being made for the firefighter who died. He's been identified as 45-year-old Trevor Brown and had been with the Sterling Volunteer Fire Company since 2016. Well, meantime, financial aid is now being provided to Brown's family and the families of firefighters injured in that explosion. The Loudoun First Responders Foundation is paying the funeral expenses of volunteer firefighter Trevor Brown, who lost his life in Friday's disaster. We provide immediate financial support in the time of needs for our first responders. Tina Johnson, president of the all-volunteer nonprofit, says the group is picking up the costs for medical fees and other expenses of injured firefighters. We can write a check within an hour once we've received their application. All of the financial aid is coordinated with the County Fire and Rescue Service. People are invited to help by donating to the Loudoun First Responders Foundation. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Other news tonight, local business owners are joining in on a crime-fighting effort that connects former prisoners with young people in crime hotspots. Lance London, founder of Carolina Kitchen, had a question for the crowd at the announcement of a new community effort in Prince George's County. If I can open up a Carolina Kitchen in Washington, D.C., why can't you? I want you to be bigger than me and better than me. And that's part of what's behind YMI, Young Minds Initiative, which links men who've served time and now push for positive change with mentors and youth leaders. Spencer Crump with the Right Global Group had a special announcement. We're here to donate $2.5 million for transitional housing for the youth and our Prince George's County and all through Maryland. YMI is now working to link with local governments and other organizations to expand its reach. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. D.C. United's MLS season is set to start Saturday with a match against the New England Revolution. But the stands may be a little quiet. That's because several of United's officially recognized supporters groups say they will not show organized support 
At the first four home matches of the season, this is a protest. They're angry because of D.C. United's preseason friendlies in Saudi Arabia, which has a history of human rights abuses. They say this means they won't be banging drums, waving flags, or hanging banners at Audi Field. In a statement today, they say the club's stated values of being relentless, deliberate, and decisive must also include a deliberate respect for human rights. No comment at last report from D.C. United. Coming up after traffic and weather, McDonald's and Wendy's, all the rest, are in the burger business, right? Maybe not anymore. 708. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, we're checking in with Bob Imler in the traffic center. On the Beltway in Maryland, interloop of the Beltway, heavy and slow from University Boulevard. The crash has been on the ramp to go north on 95 along the left side of that ramp. And on 95 itself, southbound after Route 32, a crash there now moved to the left shoulder, but it is still slow getting past it. Baltimore-Washington Parkway, a bit of volume southbound between Jessup and Fort Meade. And 270 southbound, they clear the crash at I-70, but just volume delays from people returning from their holiday uh, coming through Urbana and toward Hyattstown. 50 to the Bay Bridge is without delay. In Virginia, things are running pretty well. On 395, 95, and on 66, and no delays to report up and down 295, 695, or 395 in the district. WTOP Newsroom furnished by Regency Furniture. Shop Regency's President's Day sale. Enjoy 25% off plus free delivery. Affordable. Never looked so good. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Now to 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Mainly clear skies overnight with temperatures falling to the mid-20s to mid-30s. And that's low enough where we could have some scattered frost to start your day tomorrow. Generally, partly sunny conditions expected for Tuesday afternoon. And anywhere from 47 to 52 degrees for a high temperature. That's about near average. Slightly higher temperatures for Wednesday were still dry. The next weather maker will bring rain to the area by Tuesday. Tuesday afternoon, some scattered showers mainly north of D.C. Better chance of rain by Thursday night and for the first half of Friday. But temperatures will be going up close to 60 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now at the wharf, 44. Oxon Hill, the National Harbor Area, 43. Sterling, 40 degrees. We're going all the way down to 25 in our coldest suburbs. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. It's Money News 10 and 40. Past the hour, let's go to Andrew O'Day. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Hamburgers, the cornerstone of any nutritious breakfast. Last century, America's appetite for hamburgers bordered on love affair. It brought us the fast food business, also known then as the burger business. Although McDonald's and Wendy's dropped hamburgers from their official names decades ago, and Burger King increasingly calls itself BK, burgers are making their signature products. Or do they? McDonald's actually is selling more chicken than beef, and that's going to be a focus of them going forward. Andrew Charles, senior restaurant research analyst at TD Cowan, says for people not from last century, the burger love just isn't there. The chicken love, on the other hand... It does skew younger. Helping account for revenue heating up at the likes of Chick-fil-A and Popeyes. The burger bunch has seen some breakthroughs for Mickey D's. Their new upgraded chicken sandwich was the best-performing new menu item since Chicken McNuggets in 1983. SBK and Wendy's look for their breakthrough. KFC parent Yum! Brand says it plans to push even more chicken stuff, hoping to ride the wave of high popularity and higher profit margins than burgers. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Andrew O'Day on WTOP. Asia-Pacific markets a little lower to start. Australia's ASX 200 
is down a tenth of a percent. Coming up here on WTOP, we're focused on the war between Ukraine and Russia. The Biden administration had been reluctant to send its newest and most powerful weapons to Ukraine, but now it seems it's ready to send some new long-range ballistic missiles there. That is, of course, if Congress cooperates. We're set to speak with NBC News correspondent Courtney Cuby in just a couple minutes. Stay with us here at 712. Imagine you've got your favorite playlist on, the wind in your hair, and the open road ahead. But in this case, the journey is about the destination since you're headed to the gorgeous region of Richmond, Virginia. Your road trip starts at visitrichmondva.com. The IRS finally caught up with Louie. I hadn't paid my taxes in eight years. I owed the IRS a lot of money. Louie was in deep trouble. We're going to take your house, put a lien on your bank account, uh, garnish your pay. They don't care. They're going to take your paycheck. Louie found out about Optima Tax Relief, the leading tax resolution firm. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, they've resolved over $1 billion for their clients. Optima Tax, they helped me. They calmed me down. They made me feel comfortable, and I trust them. Louie has a lot to be thankful for. I don't owe the IRS anymore, and I'm able to live a comfortable life, a lot better life. It was because of Optimal Tax. For tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. Take it from Louie. If you own the IRS, don't go on alone. Give Optimal Tax a call. They can help you. Call 800-893-4133. That's 800-893-4133. 800-893-4133. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Here at Total Wine and More, you'll find what you love and love what you find. I need a craft beer that will blow my buddies away. This hoppy IPA is a surefire hit. Oh, yeah. Whoa, did you hear that? I feel like a rock star. Well, finding this bottle at that price, you totally are. Find what you love, love what you find. Only at Total Wine and More. Pickup and delivery available at TotalWine.com. Drink responsibly. B21. Coming up here, if you're in the market for a new credit card, we've got some advice to help you save money. That is later this half hour. Stay with us on WTOP. <laughs> Are you excited about being a new grandmother? Of course I am. A little intimidated, too. Why? Taking care of a baby today is so different than when I had you. But, Mom, you did great with me. Thanks, son. But I put you on your stomach to sleep. Right. But now we know that babies should always be placed on their backs to sleep for naps and at night to reduce the risk of sudden infant death syndrome or SIDS. Hmm. You also slept with blankets and toys in your crib. True. But now we know to keep everything out of the crib except for my sweet baby girl. No blankets, pillows, or other soft or loose items. Daddy's going to teach Nana all the ways to keep you safe while you sleep. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. For more tips on safe sleep for babies, visit safetysleep.nichd.nih.gov. That's safetysleep.nichd.nih.gov. Sponsored by the Eunice Kennedy Shriver National Institute of Child Health and Human Development. It is so nice to have you here on WTOP. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 715 now, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks a lot for being with us. A different kind of library in D.C. has hit hard times over the last few weeks. It's been broken into several times. The library on Taylor Street Northwest lends out tools instead of books. Team members of the library, Annette Olson, says $11,000 worth of tools were taken in the break-ins. We worked hard to pull this these tools together. Um, two-thirds of them were donated by 
community members. The library is trying to raise $15,000 to replace the tools, buy insurance, and improve security. It's hoped the library can reopen sometime in mid-March. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Read more about the library, see pictures, learn how you can help at WTOP.com. If you're looking for a new credit card, your best deal is likely from a smaller bank or credit union, even if the rewards seem less than stellar. The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau recently found that's because there could be an 8 to 10 point difference in the interest rate if you don't pay off your balance every month. That could add up to a lot of money over a year, of course. The agency says getting a card from local institutions means you are less likely to pay an annual fee, which is even more money in your bank. 716 here on WTOP. Chatbot, ChatGPT, and Google's Gemini can answer your questions and assist you with tasks like composing emails, essays, and code. Need help with a recipe? Not sure what to wear for a job interview? The bots are here to help. I'm Kim Commando. Get tech smarts with my free newsletter at getkim.com. The problem is that these programs collect a lot of data. Google is now warning that your chats with Gemini could be stored for 18 months and deleted conversation hanging around for 72 hours. With ChatGPT, you are able to stop the conversations from being used to train its AI models. But the company retains all, all records for 30 days before deleting. This means, yes, employees of these companies can peek at what you're telling the chatbots. Nope, there's no way around it. So remember, your chatbot convos aren't private. Don't prompt one with anything you wouldn't tell a friend, a neighbor, or even a doctor. And definitely do not give one your password. Give me five minutes a day and you'll be tech smart. Join over half a million folks at GetKim.com. Top stories we're working on here on WTOP. The Washington Nationals no longer for sale. A closer look at that decision is on the way. Alexei Navalny's widow vows to continue her husband's fight against Russia's Vladimir Putin. Keep it here for full details on these stories and more in the minutes ahead. It's 718. We bring you traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Brought to you by Live Nation. Experience the supernatural energy of Carlos Santana with Counting Crows on June 20th at Jiffy Lube Live. Tickets on sale now at LiveNation.com. And we're going to Bob Imler. He's in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Maryland, 270 southbound at the Lane Divide. There is a crash along the far left side of the roadway. Traffic is getting by it without delay, but be alert. It's in the HOV lanes and headed toward Old Georgetown Road on 270 southbound. Interloop Beltway, very heavy through Silver Spring, getting to the crash at the ramp to 95 north. That is still reported to be blocking the left lane of the ramp to go north on 95 in College Park. And southbound 95, a bit slow in Howard County, getting past Route 32, but the crash after Route 32 has completely cleared. Things are running pretty well up and down uh, the Baltimore-Washington Parkway on 50 to the Bay Bridge. Beltway in Virginia without delay, 395, 95, and 66, each running well. At LMI, they're reimagining the path from insight to outcome at the new speed of possible. Discover what you can achieve at www.lmi.org. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Okay, Bob, it's Veronica Johnson now. She's 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. Scattered clouds here this evening and mainly clear overnight. Under the clear skies and with light winds, our temperatures will be low enough that we could have, once again, some scattered frost. 25 to 35 degrees to start your Tuesday. High temperatures Tuesday afternoon ranging anywhere from 47 to 52 degrees. And on Wednesday, you're near 50 once again, also looking dry. The next weather maker will bring an increase in cloud cover to the 
the area on Thursday, generally a mostly cloudy day with rain starting after 2 to 3 p.m. Rain will be ending about 2 to 3 p.m. on Friday. And high temperatures for the end of the week, just shy of 60 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now in Springfield, 42, Farragut Square, 39, Laurel, 37. In our coldest suburbs, we could be down to 25 overnight. And we're brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. It's 7.20 on WTOP. Always good to have your company here. And this is new tonight on WTOP. The Biden administration is ready to send Ukraine powerful new long-range ballistic missiles. This is based on new reporting from NBC News. Until now, the U.S. had only provided older, medium-range weapons. We're going to take you live to Courtney Cuby. She covers national security, the military for NBC, and she broke this story. Thanks for a bit of your time, Courtney. Can you fill in the blanks? What's the story and and what does this mean? Yeah, thanks so much for having me. So why this is so critical is Ukrainian leaders have been asking the U.S., really pleading with the U.S., to provide these longer-range missiles for months now. And they would be so important to the Ukrainian military because they would give them the ability to strike way behind the Russian front lines. So that includes things like Russian command and control, their logistics hubs, their supplies. And if, in fact, the Ukrainian military could hit those sorts of things, it could really cripple the Russian military ability to resupply their frontline troops. Now, the, again, the, the, the Ukrainians, particularly President Zelensky, has been begging the U.S. to provide these for months, but the Biden administration has been resistant. They've been concerned that systems like these long-range attackums that have a range of up, upwards of 300 kilometers or 180 miles, that it could potentially provoke or escalate the situation in Ukraine, provoking Russian President Vladimir Putin. But the reality is the Biden administration has had that same concern over a number of different weapon systems like the Patriots, tanks, even the medium-range attackums that the U.S. started providing Ukraine last fall. And so now, according to two U.S. officials, we're told the administration is leaning towards doing this. And I got to say, I just got back from the Munich Security Council over the our conference over the weekend. These long-range systems were the main message that we were hearing from the, the Ukrainians. They were telling the, 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 the world, really, on the world stage, they need these systems. Systems, and they really need air defenses so that they can continue to fight against the Russians, Dimitri. Not to look backward too much and too often, but if the United States had committed to such weapons earlier in the war, would Ukraine have stood a better chance of winning already? It's hard to say because, remember, Russia is able to adapt to certain to various tactics. So as the U.S. and the world, frankly, has provided newer systems, Russia has adapted. So things like the U.S. Uh, the US providing them with drones, uh, Russia has found ways that they can defend against those drones. Even things like these medium-range attackums, the Russians, frankly, just pull their logistics and their supplies back further from the front line so that Ukraine can't stop, can't, can't um, use the newer systems to target them. It's war, um, it's dynamic, and both sides are really adjusting and adapting to each side's new new capabilities. Courtney, this news about the long-range missiles, is it more or less meaningless if Congress does not act? So according to the officials we spoke with, it is nearly impossible for the U.S. to supply attackums, long-range attackums out of the U.S. arsenal because the U.S. simply does not have enough of them. So it would require Congress to pass a supplemental and to have a a replenishment, money to replenish the U.S. supply before they could take them out of U.S. stockpiles and give them to Ukraine. The only 
way that the U.S. US could somehow get around that would be if U.S. allies were to provide these longer-range systems and then the U.S. were to work with the ally to to replenish their own stockpiles. And so so if it were to come out of some other funding, but according to the officials, and I got to tell you, Dimitri, I asked a lot of different officials about this over over recent days, and I can't find anyone who sees a pathway for this to happen out of U.S. stockpiles without a supplemental.